welcome to the Therapy Thursday Show. I am your host, Iyeye Ojele. Every week, I'll be having conversations on mental health, personal development, and all the small or big decisions we can take towards creating an epic change and becoming the best versions of ourselves possible. Sit tight, relax, and let us get right into it. What's up, you guys? Happy Thursday, y'all. Well, guys, that is me practicing to become an ASMR body. You know, all them girls catching out on ASMR, please, you have my Instagram, you have my Twitter, put my digits in my DM so that I will know how to cash out with ASMR. What is up, you guys? If you're new here, hi, my name is Ajayi. Thank you so much for tuning in. On Therapy Thursday Show, we talk about all things mental health, personal development, and all of the big, small, medium decisions we can take to creating an epic change and becoming the best versions of yourselves possible. Now, if this is something that you resonate with, why are you not subscribed? Why are you not subscribed? That is so weird. Don't forget to, you know, click the button below on whatever podcast player you listen to this on. Click the subscribe button. In fact, click the like button before you even listen. Because you know what we do. We do it every Thursday. And you know what we do. If you're not just listening to the podcast, what's up, my loves? Hi. Thank you so much for coming back repetitively on the Therapy Thursday show. It is you and you and you and you and all of you around the world that listen to this podcast is the reason why I am doing this. For real, for real. Thank you so much for being here. It's so exciting to know that I have a couple of people on the other side of the internet that actually want to listen to me. I'm so thrilled. If you are Noji on the Therapy Thursday show, we know that right about now it is time for How You Doing? This is a time on the pod that we've created for you to check in with yourself. You know why? Because people spend all day, every day trying to check in with other people, trying to know how other people are feeling, what they're doing and whatnot, that they actually forget to check in with themselves. And this is a moment where we've created for you to do that. Personally speaking, I like to check in on myself mentally, spiritually, physically and emotionally. But you can stick with this or you can add as much as you want to to that list and to make sure that you're giving yourself all of the things that you need i'm gonna give you a couple of seconds to do that and i'll be right back see you soon have you done that good sometimes i wonder if any of you probably think of what i do during the break i can't wait for the podcast to go on video so that i can show you what i do during the break anyway if you're done that then like i would always say every thursday 
don't forget to give yourself the things that you need i mean if you need to get some rest if you need to take a break if you need to get some food if you need to just rest i think that one of the best things that i'm doing for myself in recent times is understanding that my body my mind my soul is not just meant to be overworked i'm not just meant to be doing something doing something all the time like it's okay for me to just be lying in bed doing nothing i'm resting and rest is important so if you need that please take out some time to rest whatever you need to give yourself that's healthy for you don't forget to do that so you're probably wondering how am i doing hmm how are you doing well this week has been started off pretty strong um it's been a good week mentally i think that i'm doing really good mentally i think that i'm just in a really revitalized space and by the time you hear this it would be april and i'm so excited for april i don't know i have this good feeling about april i don't know i can just feel it inside of me that april is going to be an amazing month and no matter what the situation looks like i am sticking to that feeling that i am getting about april like that's the feeling that i'm pursuing and i'm running with so mentally i'm doing really good um emotionally i'm doing amazing as well you know i have some bit of a low some low moments and whatnot but the good thing is i'm practicing all my self-regulation techniques so um whenever i go into space or whenever i notice myself trying to fall into a funk i know how to you know redirect my energy because like i said last week energy flows where attention goes so if i do not put my attention on things that i don't want to see my energy wouldn't flow there so this is for anyone who hasn't cut who hasn't caught up with last week episode go and do that we talked about that go do that and so i think mentally emotionally i'm doing really good i am just in a really i'm in a really calm state you know i'm really calm i'm just i really am just out here vibing to be honest (laughs) to be honest and i'm i'm reading a lot i'm reading a lot like i said on the pod last week i always used to say that i'm not a paperback girly i'm not a hardback girly but meh i tell you whenever i have free time my head is in the book i am actually reading a lot and i'm enjoying it you know and yeah like emotionally i'm doing really well um basically i'm doing good i'm thinking of going back to pilates so last year i was in the gym hard i was in pilates i was i even did zumba for a bit you know i was just trying out new stuff and i'm actually thinking of going back to pilates but i'll let you guys know what i do this time i saw a pilates girl yesterday and i was like mm, i want to be a pilates girl so bad so yeah i'm thinking of going back to pilates but the thing is the time and whatnot but i'm going to see how to work around my way or rather work my way around it because summer's coming well don't listen to me sometimes you know like you do not have to change the body that you have summer is a state of mind <laughs> summer is a state of mind absolutely well yeah i'm actually thinking about pilates Um, i'm still taking my walks you know i'm still going on my little hot girl walks love it if you know me you know i walk everywhere changed my life for real um 
spiritually spiritually this week has been good you know this week has been good i had a really interesting conversation with someone um about prayer sometime this week you know one of the my favorite thing to do is to talk to random strangers i live for it i love it so literally i don't know where i was i think i was on the bus or somewhere or just walking down the street and somehow me and this person were just like talking and we ended up talking about prayer and you know for a very long time I've always had my mindset in the mood of I have to be in this mood and this and this fashion and it has to sound like this and it has to look like this and so act for me to actually pray and the person actually gave an analogy talking about that do I love my mom? I'm like, sure, I love my mom. Do I talk to my mom every day? And I'm like, yeah, I talk to my mom every day. Um, if I want something from my mom, do I have to go into any extras to be able to ask her for it? And I'm like, not really. I just ask. And he just went back to say, like, prayer is the same thing. It's like you have a relationship with God and you're just talking to him. And if you have a relationship with somebody, you're not going to be forming for them, you know. You're not going to be trying to finesse them or trying to, like, act a way that you're not or trying to be bougie in your language or whatnot you're just going to just speak because i love you so i'm going to speak to you so that was like that was such a light bulb moment for me and it just really really um suited my heart of the feeling of oh, well i have not done like this midnight prayer da, da, da. and it's just like yo like this is god my creator my father the person that loves me more than anything in this world and i love him right back i'm just gonna talk to him you know so that's what i do literally sometimes i'm on the bus and i'm like you know what god i'm having a really hard day because the language i'm about to use you're not gonna like it but i'm having a really hard day so please help me it's simple things like that and it just really helps me to feel like i am connected because every time i try to do like oh i have to be perfectionistic with it um I feel like it so you know I'm just learning you know it's always like a learning journey and I'm just learning to just come honest I feel like whenever I come honest in any of my relationship that is the the relationship gets I rather I get the best out of the relationship whenever I am vulnerable and I'm honest and I can come just the way I am and explain it to you just the way I'm feeling and whatnot so that's what I'm doing with my relationship with God and yeah so it's been a really good week to be honest not too many roller coasters but also me also remembering that whatever I give attention to are the kind of things that I see so I am actively trying not to give attention to that so you guys I know I was ranting and raving about the book I was reading last week I'm still gonna rant and rave about it I have two new books that I'm gonna read after this I'm excited but yeah um but there's something that struck me and I'm still reading the book because I'm a slow reader when it comes to hardback because I'm really it's one of those ones where I'm really digesting the information and I'm not just reading to fill out the numbers I'm actually reading to digest the information and one of the one-liners that struck me this week was you cannot repress your feelings you know what I think I'm saying it wrongly so hold on I'm just gonna grab the book real quick because who else um put bookmarks in their book or you have like sticky notes in your books because the information is too good and you actually have to write it down okay I think I found it just give me a minute I think I found it so it says 
what you repress will persist no matter how good you get at avoiding it <gasps> hit me like a ton of bricks because sometimes um i have this bad habit of you know postponing my feelings or my emotions in the sense of i'm like you know what i'm having a day i can't feel this right now so i'm going to put it in a box i think i talked about it like last year or 2021 either i'm just gonna put it in the box lock it away and one day i'm going to deal with it but realizing that you keep stuffing things up uh, and i've always had this analogy of like you keep sweeping things under the carpet you're sweeping things under the carpet and then you're like oh you know what i'll deal with it later you sweep it oh no i'm doing it on one day the carpet underneath the carpet is gonna be so overflowed that you're gonna trip up one day so um it just reminded me to make sure that i'm feeling my feelings as they come take an hour take a day feel it because you cannot get through something if you don't feel it so just make sure that i am feeling it inside inside and i'm actually feeling it to be able to get through whatever it is because i'm not going to get anywhere by avoiding it by repressing it by walking it away by um working out trying to not think about it just feel it and it's okay so i don't know who that is for stop repressing your feelings stop avoiding it feel it the only way to get through it all right the only way to get over it is to get through it so do that get through it so that's how i've been um if you're just joining us for the first time i it will please you to know that we've been on a series for the last seven weeks where we have been talking about cognitive distortions so basically cognitive distortions are the faulty ways or the faulty top patterns that we have but because when humans probably normalized it and said oh that's just how i think i'm here to tell you these are faulty ways of thinking so we've been having a blast with the past six episodes and we are now in episode seven of the series that we're calling let's talk about cognitive distortions i'm really excited for this week's episode because this week is should statement so you're probably wondering what exactly is should statement yeah if you're wondering stick with me because we're about to jump right into it but before we do that if you had not subscribed do that if you are not sharing this link, do that. I don't know what you're waiting for. Do that. And finally, before we jump right into it, I know that you love listening and learning for the podcast, but it should not be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, grab your journals, grab your tea, tell your friend, share this, share this link, and you know let's let's get into it because therapy is now in session see you in a bit episode seven on the series that we're calling let's talk about cognitive distortion so i know people are probably wondering what exactly is shrewd statement like mm, what are you talking about don't worry i got you um a shrewd statement is a negative thinking pattern that can cause feelings of doubt and fear in a person it's pretty much very unhealthy but the thing is that they are so subtle in our vocabulary that we nearly do not even notice because it's something that we do all the time for example when you say oh i should 
I should I should be in the gym or I should be at this particular place in my life. I should, I should, I must, I ought to. This statement have a way of impacting um, your anxiety and impacting depression and actually causing panic. So, should statements actually put an unreasonable amount of demand and pressure on ourselves and it makes us feel guilty or feel like we've failed? What tends to happen is that should statements typically would only make you feel helpless about a situation and it will further diminish your self-esteem. When you finally get a hang of the should, ought, and must, and you try to replace them with more encouraging thoughts, you would see how detrimental should statements can be. It can be very, very helpful to actually write down um, the statement that you're making that has a should in it. And it can be very, very helpful to see the times when you're making all of the statements and to write them down to be able to track the fact that you actually are participating in this cognitive distortion. Examples of should statements are when someone says, I should go to the gym or I shouldn't work so much or I should be over them by now. That one is a very, very popular one. Another very popular one is I should not be feeling like this or I shouldn't spend so much time on social media. Or you could also have the one and the very popular one that says I should be at a different place in my life right now. One thing that goes hand in hand with shoot statement are the feelings of shame and guilt for example when you say i should go to the gym there's another small part of your brain that is really shaming you for the fact that you see you're not you're not looking great because you're not going to the gym and you start scrolling on social media and you start seeing all the people on instagram the instagram body is going to the gym and you're like i should be in the gym and there's this subconscious part of you that is participating in shaming you and participating in guilt tripping you for the fact that you are not going to the, sh- the gym so shame what inherently shame says is i am bad guilt also says i did something bad and when you think about it those two feelings are really a combination for disaster because i've never seen anybody who had felt shame and guilt and that's actually been a positive response most times when you feel shame and guilt you just you just you're just feeling all of these bad feelings and it's just you just thinking that you're not good enough because you've done this and you've done that. I've never really seen shame as a helpful emotion. I've never really seen shame as a helpful emotion. Guilt, I get the fact that you can feel guilty about something and you can say, oh, when I did this, this is how it resulted in, so I'm not going to be doing this again. But when you are perpetually stuck in a state of guilt and shame, that is not actually helpful. So there are two reasons why shoot statements are very problematic. Number one, they're filled with implicit messaging. And number two, they do not inherently accept reality. Now, what does this mean? So the implicit message of a shoot statement is the opposite of the surface message. For example, when you say something like, "I I should go to the gym. The unsaid message behind that is, but I am not. 
So when you are still saying something like, I shouldn't be feeling this way, the unsaid message behind that is, but I am. And this reinforces the idea or the view that implies that you're failing at something. So when you say, I should go to the gym, the unsaid message behind that is, but I'm not. And then when you say, I shouldn't be feeling this way, the unsaid message behind that is, but I am, which inherently or invariably reinforces the idea that you're failing at these two things. And number two is they do not inherently accept reality. So when you say something like, I should go to the gym, most times people tend to switch should with, I wish I'd gone to the gym. It's wishful thinking. It's like, I wish. It's in your wishes. It's not in reality. Um, Another thing is that should statement sets an expectation without detailing clearly or detailing clearly the manageable or the actionable steps to achieving this so when you say i should go to the gym or i should be over this person by now it's just wishful thinking it's just i'm not doing it where are your actionable steps and your actionable goals that you want to use to manage this particular situation so instead of saying i should go to the gym you could say I will go to the gym twice this week. Or I would like to go to the gym twice this week. You know, by replacing the should with another positive statement, it helps your brain to have the correlation that you can actually do this. And when you're giving your brain a tax, like we have to go to the gym this week or we have to do X and X and X this week, your brain sees it as a tax, as something to walk forward to, that when you use should, it sees it as something that you've filled out already. And then you have all of the feelings of guilt and shame. And those are negative feelings that you don't even need to be dealing with. Finally, when we continually do not meet our expectations, explicit when when we continually do not meet our explicit or implicit expectation, we tend to incur constant feelings of guilt that we have done something bad so when you're using should statements of saying i should have scored an a in that course it negates the fact that maybe you scored a b um and then you should have scored an a now you're feeling bad because you did not score an a or when you use should or ought or must these feet these words are associated with the feelings of guilt and shame which inherently makes you feel bad or makes you feel like you failed at something so now what do we have to do to reframe our thinking process from actually thinking like this you need to be able to reframe um your words that you used and i have four ways to do that number one is to ask why one of my favorite things to do in life is to question everything i question my feelings or the time why do i feel like this why am i saying this and i think it's been one of the best things that have actually led me on the path of self-mastery to be able to question why i think the way i do why i'm saying the things that i'm saying and because 
the, the key is to know yourself so, so that no one out there will tell you who you are. So number one way to be able to reframe or overcome using shit statement is to ask yourself why. The question rarely stares us wrong, to be honest. The next time you notice yourself using a shit statement, such as, I should be in a different place in life, consider asking yourself why you want to be in that place or why you don't want to be in this current place. From there, you can explore your values, how important it is for you to be in a different place or for you to change your life now. The truth is that reflecting on why may have multiple answers and ultimately it can help determine what values are important to you which can then guide you to your next move. So the next time you find yourself using should, pause and ask yourself, why? Why should I go to the gym? And then you probably come to the conclusion of, mm, I need to go to the gym because of da 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 da, because I need to go to the gym because of my mental health, da da da. You come to all of those conclusions and then you can actually take actionable plans on how to do it when you can actually ask yourself, why? Number two is to set some goals. Sometimes should statements are rooted in important values as mentioned before and they give us information about ourselves and what we want. One great way to reframe a should statement is to turn it into a goal. So for example, I should go to the gym more often can become my goal is to go to the gym more often. So now by identifying a specific goal, you can now break this down into manageable and realistic actions to actually help you to live more aligned with your own values and achieve these goals. So another example is I shouldn't be feeling this way. And when you set a goal of every time I feel this way, I'm going to take a walk or every for every time I feel this way, I'm going to write in my journal or for every time I feel this way I'm going to have a direct conversation with the person making me feel this way now it's a goal rather than just having a blanketed shoot statement that says I shouldn't be feeling this way number three is to replace it replacing a shoot statement is another way to reduce the implicit messaging and you know earlier we talked about the implicit messaging being the hidden message behind the message that is already being said okay so by by reducing by replacing the shoot statement you reduce the implicit messaging and it helps us to reorient ourselves in the present it also feels familiar to goal setting To use this method, when you notice yourself thinking um, about how you should or should have done something, you can replace the should with could or would. For example, I shouldn't spend so much time on social media. You You can soften it with, I could spend less time on social media, or I could spend less time on Instagram, or I could spend less time on TikTok, you know, or I would like to spend less time on TikTok. Both options are more encouraging and they reduce the feelings of guilt and shame that the shoot statement would induce. 
Number four way to reframe a shoot statement is to remove it altogether. This option is actually one of my favorite because it's very simple and very effective. There are many instances when it won't fit, but when it does, it can be very, very powerful and very empowering. The thing is that I have found this technique to be the most helpful for should statement about feelings. To practice this method, remove the should from the statement entirely. Grab the shoe, wrap it up in your hands and trade away, trade into the bin of forgetfulness. So when you remove the shoe, we actually stop the implicit messaging in its tracks and get to the truth of our experiences. So for example, you have a shoe statement of, I shouldn't be feeling sad. When you take away the shoot and you throw it away, it just simply becomes, I feel sad. And now that you know that you feel sad, how can you get out of feeling sad? When you have a shoot statement of, I should be over this person by now, you take that shoot, throw it into the bin of forgetfulness, and you have, I'm not yet over this person. And the best thing that I like to do when you come face to face with the reality of your feelings and you remove shoot, is to give yourself a little bit of compassion. I promise you, self-compassion will actually really, really change your life. So when you when you throw that away, you remove the shoot, you accept your feelings that you're, you're experiencing sadness in this moment. This acceptance can then by lead to growth and deeper healing by making room for us to acknowledge our feelings and cope rather than judge or dismiss the presence of that emotion so you feel it you take away the shoot you throw the shoot in the dustbin of forgetfulness and you're just left with i'm not over this person or i feel sad now you're face come face to face with what you're feeling how do you go from there by being able to acknowledge what you're feeling and saying, yes, this is what I feel. Now you have to walk your way forward. How do I go from here? I have acknowledged that I feel like this. What are the healthy, helpful tips that can make me feel better about this particular situation? So finally, to wrap up, you may start noticing the word should everywhere. And it's important to realize that words are not intrinsically good or bad and should is no exception it only becomes problematic over time when it transforms into a consistent negative thinking pattern and we believe it's an absolute truth only you know if should has become a way of thinking that is impacting your well-being or maybe it's solely another word in your vocabulary So regardless, I really do employ that you check out, you watch the way you're thinking and how you use should and watch if it is impacting you negatively. And if it is, do not forget to follow out the steps that I have just outlined. You can get your journal, write the steps down. So next time you see yourself using it, make sure that you do what you remove it completely. You set goals you replace it with other words or you ask yourself why why do i feel like this or you can do all four you can do all four as long as you as you start feeling better immediately you sit down 
and you actually figure out why you're feeling the way you're feeling. The best, one of the amazing reasons why I created this series was for everyone to be educated on what cognitive distortions are and how we can actually replace them and how we can think a lot healthier and not be stuck in our negative patterns. And if you've heard something that's resonated with you today, do not forget to like, share it on social media, tell your friend, tell another friend, you know, tell people about the pod because it really helps us the more you like the more you leave comments the more you leave reviews it helps to push this message to people that actually actually need to hear it and for me till next week stay safe stay blessed drink water I remind you of this Nez. don't forget that i love you and i am on your side see you next week mm-hmm.